Hi, I'm Jillian, and you are listening to the Mindset of Podcasting, where we not only talk about the technical side of launching and managing your podcast, but also about building your confidence in yourself and the power of your voice. Your business and your podcast depends so much on your mindset. So I will be diving deep into the mindset blocks and issues that we go through when starting and running your own podcast so you can feel confident in your message and in your voice. It's time to listen in and feel confident about yourself and your podcast. Welcome back to the Mindset of Podcasting. So today I have Lisette Oliveira on, and we are talking all about the power of your voice and how you can use your voice for healing and empowering others. Lisette is a woman of many hats. She's a mother, a wife, a sister, a daughter, an employee, but most recently a motivational speaker and coach. She is on a mission to create a safe space for women of all walks of life where they are encouraged and taught to walk this earth as their most authentic selves. Being a teen mom, Lisette has experienced being stigmatized, judged, and doubted, but also persevering, healing, and proving her resilience. She plans on taking her life's experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly, to educate and motivate, and hopefully people resonate with her. And I know I really did. We had such a good conversation. Her passion for what she does is so contagious and so encouraging. So listen into this conversation. Hi, Lisa. How are you today? I'm well. How are you doing? I am good, except for all the snow, but I'm very excited to talk to you today. Me too. Thank you for doing that. I'm so excited. Yes. So first of all, let's just start with telling us who you are and what your business is. Sure. So I feel like that's always like a loaded question. <laughs> Tell me all the things you do and everything you are. <laughs> like, oh my God, we don't have enough time. Um, so yes, my name is Lisette Oliveira. I am of Puerto Rican descent, which I represent heavily. I am a mom of three. Surprisingly, I still have my hair, but we'll say that for another conversation. And yeah, I am actually new to this entrepreneurial life. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. I am stepping into this space as a motivational coach slash motivational speaker, especially for women, more so for women who have faced trauma or anything that has put a stigma on them and just educating, motivating, and inspiring them, as well as like providing coping mechanisms and providing resources to how to get your your best self back, how to evolve into, you know, like when you picture who you want to be as your best self, it's attainable. So just helping people or helping women, I should say, get to that point. So that's a little bit about me. That is beautiful. I, I love women empowering other women. I think, especially if you've been through it and you know the mechanisms to help cope. If we can reach out and help other women, that is beautiful. Yeah, and that's kind of where my head is at, where like I speak and I teach from a place of experience. So, yes. Yeah. Yes, the power of our voices. Obviously, I think so as a podcast manager. <laughs> <laughs> right, the irony. No, it's so true. It's so true. Yes. So let's start off by talking a little bit about being a mom and a business owner and the many, many struggles I'm sure we have with doing both of them. If you had to pick your top struggles that you've had, what have they been and how have you found ways to, even if you haven't overcome them, just cope with the struggles? And I'm glad you said that because I'm still, but definitely the first thing that instinctively comes to mind is time management. You know, like being a mom alone. As a woman, you already have so many roles that you play. 
but being a mom alone especially like I'm a mom of three I'm already spreading myself thin and it's like okay planner google calendar like are they all aligned are we you know are we not missing anything so definitely time management and something that has worked for me is literally like I'm big on writing things down. I feel like that just like puts something in my brain. Like, even if I don't remember, it's just like, no, like you kind of like, we. isn't there something we need to do today? But I write things down physically in a planner. I have like my notes on my phone. Literally, my thing is just once I know I have to do something, once something is booked, once an appointment is made, putting it everywhere. Like, you know, yes. because we also get so wrapped up in things where it's like literally from one minute to the next, you, you think you're going to remember you're not, I never do. So I need to write everything down, put it in wherever I need to put it. But definitely time management is something that I struggle with, but have been more mindful of what works for me. Yes. And we are on the same page with that. My calendar is connected to my phone. I have my paper planner that I also write it down. We have a whiteboard in my kitchen. I write it all down so the family knows. <laughs> like, yes. But yes, exactly. Like, wherever you need to write it, you write it. Like, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Especially once your kids are in school and in activities. It's not only your appointments you're keeping track of, you're keeping track of schedules, school concerts. And like, it's literally nonstop every single day. And it's just something too, especially as a business owner, that's something that you need to get in check. Like until you get to the point where you have somebody doing it for you, I'm not there yet. You, It's something that you need to get in check. It's very important. Yes, definitely. And I'm just curious, how old are your kids? So my oldest is 17. My middle child is 10. And then my baby is one. She's going to be two in May. That's some big age gaps, but yeah, beautiful. <laughs> I thought I did. My kids are all five years apart. <laughs> and even that to some people is a big age gap. So I get it. Yeah. And no matter the age gap, they fight. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, right. I know. Luckily, I'm still like, cause the little, and the little one like runs the show. I'm like, excuse me. Like you need to like relax a little bit, but um, luckily I'm not there yet. <laughs> yes. So also as moms and business owners, taking care of ourselves should be number one, because if we don't take care of ourselves, everything else is going to fall apart too. So how do you find ways to take care of you? No, that is such an important realization as well as such an important topic. And self-care looks so different, right? Like I love getting my nails done. That's something that, you know, is just my thing every three weeks. Like that's my splurge. That's how, that's a form of self-care. But most importantly, like when I go get my nails done and I'm like sitting in the pedicure chair, that's also my alone time. Like, that's my times. And I'm, like, always mindful of that. Like, I know that this is something that I do religiously. So I'm like, okay, we're going to read today. You've been wanting to catch up on this chapter. Go read. You've been wanting to listen to this podcast. So it's really your time to just, if I want to sit in silence, you know? So, like, it's just so many different ways. But something that I always tell my friends and family and clients is, like, it's a priority. And I know sometimes we feel like we don't have the time. You need to make the time because as cliche as it sounds, if you are not okay, you are not going to be an okay employee an okay spouse an okay mom. So it is vital that we take care of ourselves, whatever that looks like for you. Some days to me, it's staying in my pajamas and dancing around my house to music because that makes me feel good. So like, In the simplest terms, do something that brings you joy, 
that puts a smile on your face, whatever that looks like, you know, because everybody's different. But yeah, self-care is just so important for so many different ways. Yes. And I even found doing like activities, like washing the dishes that I don't like, if I turn on music and can dance and bring a little joy to it, it makes it not the best still, but it feels a little better. You will not find me in the kitchen without music on. So I I am right there with you. And you even making an appointment that you've been holding off, you know, like that's like, I can literally talk about self-care all day because there's so many layers to that. So like, that's why I say in simplest terms, it's like really sit down, make a list even of things that you need to do, things that you've been putting off, things that make you happy and chip away at them. Like that's self-care to me. Yeah. It's not just doing the morning routine of getting up at 5 a.m. and working out. Like that's not for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Many forms of self-care. It looks different for everybody, but whatever it looks like for you is what you, you need to focus on. You need to make time for it. Yes, exactly. So we're moms, we're entrepreneurs. Um, Most of my listeners are podcasters, we're sisters, we're friends, we're so many different roles that we probably can't even count taxi drivers, (laughs) everything, maids. Exactly. So how do we start to discover who we really are outside of all of those roles? I love that question, especially as a mom. Because I feel, you know, like moms, they take that title with pride as they should, but then it can be consuming. Mm -hmm. And we need to remind ourselves that like you were Jillian before you were a mom, (laughs) right? Like it's so important. So something that I always recommend and that I practice, which isn't always easy, is stepping out of your comfort zone. Like you need, you will not be able to become the best version of yourself if you don't experience things. Like, I always hear my dad, like, you know, when we were younger and I'm like, I'm not eating that. And he's like, how do you know you like it if you don't try it? But that's literally, it applies to life. Like, I'm like an extrovert after the fact. <laughs> like, I'm the one reading the room and they're like, you know, and then after once I'm comfortable, I'm like the loud, crazy one. But I am not one to network. And not because I don't want to. It's just sometimes I'm like, who am I like going in somebody's DMs or who am I like? reaching out to somebody but you need to like you need to do uncomfortable things in order to know what you like sometimes you've been wanting to take a a dance class but you're like embarrassed because you're like oh I'm not a good dancer who cares (laughs) go take the dance class like you need to do things and you need to try things and you need to experience different foods and experience different cultures and speak to people like that is my first recommendation of just like finding who you are you, you need to know what you like and what you don't like. Yes, because we can lose that through motherhood because all of a sudden you think the things you like are your kids' TV shows and playing with Legos. So consumed by it. And <laughs> we're, hum- yeah, like we're human. It happens. And like, yes, that's part of the role, which is perfectly fine. But it's also you need to find yourself again sometimes. And remember, like, you know what? It's not going to hurt my spouse. It's not going to hurt my kids if I take one Sunday out of the month to just do me right like I like I said before like there's so many things on our list that we want to do I've been trying to finish this one book for like three months so I told myself like no make a day and like just bang out as much as you want you know what I mean like but we need that time for ourselves to just like what do we even like anymore You know, like what brings us joy? What calms us? Like what don't we like anymore? So yeah, we take time for yourself. 
Like it's, it's imperative. Yes, definitely. So we talked a little bit at the beginning, but of course, I know we're both very big on using the power of your voice. And most of my listeners do that through podcasting. But what has using the power of your voice and finally speaking up and getting your message out there done for you and your story, your business, your life? Yes. And actually, I'm in a space of finding the proper channel to like get my full story out there because I have not done that yet. And blogging is amazing, right? But it's one thing to read something and another to hear it. Yes. And reading, it's like, you know, you get the your message across probably, but that reader is reading it from their perspective, mm-hmm. right? Like they're reading it in like their voice. So like your voice isn't coming through. The power of your voice is just that. It's so powerful. And to me, it's like our superpower that we forget that we have because it's Black History Month. Like, let's use MLK as an example. Just by using his voice, he was educating. He was inspiring. He was motivating. He was making change. Like, using your voice, you have the power. It holds emotion. Like, you hear the emotion here the energy, you know, so like using your voice is so important. And for me specifically, even more so because I was like a very toxic relationship for a lot of my younger years and you suppress that voice. So I needed to use my voice to share my story, share my experience, but not only that, but to, by using your voice, you realize that like, you're not alone in things. And you inspire people without even realizing you're inspiring people. So like, yeah, our voices are so powerful and I encourage everyone to use it. And for any girl or woman who has been in a position where they felt that their voice, or not even that they felt that their voice was suppressed, I want them to talk to me (laughs) because it's such an important conversation to have and such a vital tool to use. Like it's, it's literally a tool. It's literally our superpower. Yes, exactly. Just like you talking now, I can feel your passion behind everything you're saying, which would be different if I was just reading it. Because me reading it, I don't have the same passion that you do saying your own words. Yes. And then even this, like, thank you for holding a space for women specifically to use their voice and share their stories and share their like experiences and all that. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. So thank you again for that. Thank you. I'm interrupting this episode to tell you about a site that has changed my podcast. Do you have a website for your podcast? Is just the thought of creating a website making you want to run and hide because it sounds so complicated? Then you need to check out PodPage. PodPage takes your RSS feed from your podcast and makes the site automatically for you. To check out some of the features, go to themindsetofpodcasting.com slash sponsors. Not only do you get a main page for your podcast, but you also get a page for each episode. I am able to have my show notes, guest profile, podcast player, and so much more right on each episode page. I upgraded to the paid version because I can also incorporate guest forms, scheduling links, videos, email signups, and so much more. You can actually head over to my page to check it out. It's the mindset of podcasting.com that is all made with PodPage. So PodPage makes having a website for your podcast so much easier. So go to themindsetofpodcasting.com slash sponsors to check them out today. 
Oh, now this is just a fun little segment I like to do with all the guests just to ask a few little questions. Do you have a favorite mindset book? I know you haven't done a lot of reading. Yeah, so this one I actually did finish, Jillian. Yes, I did. <laughs> but I wrote it down so I wouldn't get the title wrong. So You Are a Badass. I'm sure like everybody James would like You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jensen Barrow. Because I wasn't a big like mindset self-help book person, but going back to what I said, I tried something different and I ended up loving it. Um, but that was like the first self-help book that resonated with me because like I'm very self-aware, but it was kind of like, even though I was reading it and not speaking to her, I was like, damn, she's talking to me. Like she's holding me accountable, you know, she's saying things that I need to hear. So like, definitely that would be like instinctively my first book to recommend. Yes. I love that book. I should read it again. I thought about that too. I was like, I should read it again. So like, yeah put that fire on my book again mm-hmm. so do you use any affirmations to get you through your day so I love to just start with basic one like basic for me just reminding myself like I am loved I am worthy I am deserving of all great things and then my big one is like I will attract abundant like abundance and prosperity like every single day every single day yes definitely yes I start every morning with I am statements of how I want to feel that day. <laughs> and I feel like it's just already setting the tone. Like it's already in your mindset. Like, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Do you have a favorite podcast? So I am like a little bit late to the podcast. Work, I'm going to lie to you, but I started listening to Yo Quiero Dinero podcast by Janice Torres. And basically, it's a podcast for women of color and teaching them about finances. But it's so much more than that. Like, she's had so many different guests that don't even speak about finances. Like, she, they speak about leaving their job because of burnout, you know, to be an entrepreneur. Or, like, so that I've been on, on that wave lately. Oh, yes. Because finances is so much more than just money. <laughs> right. It's the mindset behind it is like not even realizing how we grew up played a part in how we manage or don't manage our finances there's a lot a lot and it's definitely um she's had amazing guests so like definitely like mind-opening conversations which have been great thank you so much for coming on because I just I love your energy and your passion for what you do so I know the listeners will definitely want to reach out to you so how can they connect with you Yes, I appreciate that. So I am big on Instagram. Like, funny story really quick. I Like, my sister convinced me to make a Facebook. And other, a lot of people have been trying to, like, tell me to make a Facebook just because, like, the community. Jillian, I'm like, I what like what happened to me? I feel like the mom now. Like, I don't even know how to work it. So definitely <laughs> the best way to reach me is Instagram. It is xolisaolivera. And there I have my link tree to my blog, to my email, website. So definitely anyone who wants to reach me can reach me there. Awesome. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. So thank you again so much for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate you and your platform. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Are you ready to launch your podcast and get your message out to the world? But the thought of all the tech and equipment and the fear of the unknown is holding you back? Stop worrying because I can help guide you through it all. 
Launching a podcast is an exciting time, but it can quickly become overwhelming trying to figure out everything you have to do to get your show out to the world. I have different launch packages to meet all of your needs. You can check them out at jilliangrover.com launch. Let's work together to make a fantastic podcast show that your audience will want to listen to every week. We will work closely together for six weeks to prepare for your launch. Accelerated packages are available. I will be your guide as I help you select and set up everything you need to get your podcast out to the world. Go to jilliangrover.com launch to learn more or to book your discovery call with me. That's J-I-L-L-I-A-N grover.com slash launch.